You're listening to the Bush Bash Banter Podcast with the Midday Warriors. Hello and welcome to the Bush Bash Banner Podcast with the Midday Warriors. Uh, I'm your host, Aiden Payne, joined as always by Zach Stanish. How are we, Zach? Morning, mate. I'm going very well, thanks. That's, that's the way. <laughs> it's a big uh, episode uh, this week. Uh, we've got the Bush Bash, uh, GB uh, Bush Bash final on, and uh, we're joined by the two owners of the Sides playing off in the final. Uh, we've got the Nathan Dallahay from the uh, Crushers and Bretton Shepherd from the Hurley's Hotel Hounds. Boys, thanks for joining us. Boys, yeah, are we all right? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, how are we feeling ahead of this weekend, Bretton? Start um, with you. Oh, excited! I think, mate. Yeah, yeah. it's always good. Um, <laughs> just this time of week, trying to get the players to commit and get the side <laughs> sorted. So, hopefully, in the next ten minutes or so, I'll have mine pretty much finalised, unless something drastic happens over yeah. the next few days, yeah, which okay. is bound to happen. It <laughs> does. It's, it's, does. Been it's been a few things pop up throughout the season. We'll we'll get to that a bit later on. But yeah, Nathan, how are you? Thanks for joining us. And oh, no worries, boys. Glad to be. Yeah. How how I guess are you feeling uh, ahead of what's going to be the first final for the Crushers? I'm like Shep. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, Love getting around the boys, and it's just great that someone different might <laughs> will win the, this thing. So Hopefully us. <laughs> uh, I guess we we're going to run through kind of what went down in the last uh, uh, yeah, it was last round. Interesting last round, obviously, with the, with the weather. I playing a bit of a role there. Uh, your crushes, obviously, um, unfortunately, couldn't, uh, couldn't, couldn't get on the park in the first game. But, yeah, it obviously set up a really you know, in, interesting finish there that, with that last game in the Hounds and the Mud Dogs. Uh, so your boys getting up by by uh, one one run and uh, kicking the, the the mud dogs out of the grand final would have been yeah pretty pretty satisfying. Yeah, well it's pretty good that Nate's next to me because he owes me a slab. I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did talk. There about was him. a few promises from a few of the boys there, the head honchos. So yeah, I'll collect them either today or Sunday. But um, no, nah, it was a ripping game. Yeah. Um, you know, for those that were there, it just changed nearly every ball. Yeah. Like with six to go, we're cruising. Mm. You know, three to go, we're in trouble, and then obviously we got out of the got out of it somehow. So yeah, it was good, good yeah. result. Not that it had too much bearing on us, other than in terms of who, playing, it was yeah. just who we played. And yeah, as Nate said, it's it's good to get a different opponent now, and someone new will win it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I we spoke to um, Numa before that game uh, for the last podcast, and yeah, he was saying that hopefully we can knock out. The Mud Dogs, because obviously they're the reigning two-time champion. So it was good that, yeah, obviously we've got two different, uh, sorry, one different team uh, in this final. And, yeah, two that can win it for the first time. Watch just on that game. I was taking photos and I kind of packed up, thought, yep, this game's done and dusted. And as you said, it was just changed. Yeah, I thought. I suppose that's the beauty of 2020 and, yeah. and the quality of players that you've got. They've got the ability to turn it on their head pretty quickly. Um, who was it, Belton? Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, Beatty, yeah, you know, just going berserk. You know, Cutrus is probably one of the, you know, greats of just hitting a, hitting a dime on the wicket and, and being able to put in a spot where he wants to, and he's just getting slapped around for a couple of balls there. How are you feeling for that last over with Dylan Bolling? Because yeah, there was that six, I think, and then the four, and then yeah, that what did they need three or two off the. Three off the last and two to draw, I think. Yeah, it? yeah. So, well, as I said, I was a bit nervous. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, as I said, there wasn't too much bearing on it for us other than who we played. But, yeah. um, you know, 
to be able to go through undefeated was also on the back of the mind as well. So, um, yeah, it was a bit bit nervy, but yeah, you know, <laughs> Mr. Clutch, we're calling him, so he's he's produced, yeah. Yeah, nice. It was a strange, I think Beauty must have just thought, oh, if I could poke it in the gap and get two and just kind of, yeah, played it back at the vol, it was a bit... Yeah. I thought he might have opened... Yeah. yeah, obviously the bowling, but then the, the setting of the fields comes into it as well because, yep. you know, ones and twos and stuff like that. So, yeah, everyone done their thing and somehow got it. Were you then, Nathan? Did you stick around for that? Or no, you? no, I left in um, absolute disgust. I won't <laughs> repeat what I was saying before, but <laughs> me and the boys went to a, a pub in Shepparton and um, we were sort of watching it intently on the live streaming yeah. and, and through my cricket watching the scores. And Were there um, many of you there at the pub? or is it? Yeah, there was oh, about half a dozen of yeah, us. Okay. Um, but, oh, look, we were hoping Shepo's boys would get through to help us get there, and in the end they didn't. I'll tell you what, there was a f- my demeanour changed very quickly, and I went from <laughs> high, imagine. from uh, not too talkative to high five and everyone and shout in the bar. I heard. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Where was that? What's the local? I went to the Aussie oh, just yeah. there, in Jack's bar, and caught up with a few of the boys. So yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah, was, yeah, for you guys, yes, yeah, was it disappointing to not get on the park for that final game? It was. We sort of we would have loved to do it, not just on our own yeah. terms too. And and from all reports, poor old Cobram was struggling with a few players committing. And yeah. I thought, oh yeah, we'll give us half a chance of. We had to win pretty big too. So, but yeah, I wouldn't have minded just doing it on our own terms. But anyway, Shepo's boys got us got yeah. us there, which is really good. <laughs> you your ride now, mate. Let's see I think before we jump into uh, the final, which is yeah, playing this Sunday at Deakin Reserve. Uh, top of my head, it's at two pm, isn't it? I Still? believe so. Yeah, yep. two pm. Yep. Uh, yeah, hopefully so it's not too hot. Too. <laughs> I think it's yeah, thirty odd. So it's not yeah, not not too bad. But it would have a bit of a heatwave going on in Shep at the moment, which yeah could uh yeah could rear its ugly head a little bit. Um, yeah. Before we dive into the final, we kind of just want to touch on both your involvement and how you kind of got into being involved in the bush bash, just through an ownership um, point of view, how did it first come about? Well, oh, Dave DeLea approached um, myself and I said, yeah, I'd love to get on board and have a go <laughs> yeah. at it. And, um, and yeah, so it sort of kept going from there. We've got a few more sponsors on board too um, this year, which sort of helps. You, you want, the players don't want much, but it's also handy to give them a bit of coin to yeah. come all the way from Melbourne and just to pay a bit of fuel money and things like that. So, yeah, I think it's a good concept myself. Yeah, yeah I Britain. sort of got roped in um, year one. I think the idea was to have representation from each of the sort of surrounding leagues. cricket leagues. Yeah. yeah. So um, Paulo was sort of earmarked to head up that first season and um, asked me if I wanted to be involved. And, yeah, I mean, when someone like him, he's involved, yeah. he'd jump on board because it's yeah. normally a willing, winning formula. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Fortunately, not yet, but yeah, maybe this year. So that was how it all eventuated. And then over the time, um, yeah, we just sort of got a few other people involved to help with the recruiting and stuff. Because that first sort of couple of months of this each season is a bit of a head spin. Yeah. You've sort of got imagine. your regular five that'll commit and be no dramas. And then um, finding those other eight or nine, especially this year with no draft, yeah, um, was a bit of a challenge. But anyway, we all got there in the end. You, yeah. you mentioned it. A bit earlier, um, Shepel, and that's the fact that, yeah, you, you can't lock a team in until you just don't know what's going to happen. How much has that affected you guys? I know you wanted Pado to 
come and play a couple of times and yeah it's been a, yeah. a late minute um so outside call. of paddy we've actually had a bit of luck i've i've been in the i suppose fortunate but also unfortunate position of having to rest or drop players each week whereas yep. i know a couple of the other sides have had you know unavailabilities yeah. which may have paved the way for us to been you know for us to achieve what we've been able to achieve but um yeah it's been we've been really lucky um we sort of got this um, mentality, it's good bloke policy only. Yep. You know, so people that we either <laughs> know... like Zach, you're not welcome. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll go, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. So we lean on those friendships of, of the existing players and, and, you know, get them to commit yep. that way. But, yeah, the Paddo one was, you know, the hype around that was great. Yeah. He committed really early in the piece. We always knew it was going to be touch and go with the um, operation that he'd had in yep. early December. Um, and we just earmarked that Kyabram game for him to debut for us and then hopefully qualify for the final but the week of when in selection he's been to the specialist and he's had to undergo the knife again and and get the wrist touched up so i don't believe he's playing cricket at all this yeah, year right. the dandenong he's not there and then he's signed with a sub district side next year so he's probably just parked this year completely yep. yeah. yeah so yeah unfortunate but um in the end, we didn't need him at this stage. <laughs> and and Nath, with you've been able to bring a couple of marquee boys up from Melbourne, but they've gone back home, haven't they? Yeah, uh, Ethan took off home back to England. Yep. He's um, he's a bit of a bowler as well. Or oh, pretty, really? Yeah. <laughs> so he actually enjoys that probably more than his batting. And but he's had a bulge disc disc in his back, and he just went home to sort that out. Yeah. And okay. But obviously Henry, he's been at every game and yep. he's a ripper bloke. Yeah. Um, and Andy Popper, he's stood up too. He's an old ex-Shep bloke and used to play at Karamomis and stuff like that. So, But Brasher, Shep, I love to hear in this, Brasher's got bloody picked in the Vic side and um, he won't be available <laughs> on Sunday, which is a big smile has just come from the other yeah. side of the room there, but... We've got a couple out this week too. And uh, Tyler Jones hurt his knee. Okay. Who, um, you know, he's a really exciting batsman alongside Paulo, and but he's um, he's out. And Jackie Nalen from Bendigo is also unavailable. So we haven't been able to really see what he can achieve thus far this year. Probably due to um, the success we've had at the top order. But yeah. um, he's unavailable. And young Jimmy Barry. So yeah, we're, we're having our own little dilemmas <laughs> with selection at the minute. <laughs> Yeah, it tends to be a bit like that, but yeah, just from 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 an ownership point of view, I guess um yeah, how much goes uh, goes into um con- constructing your, your squads? I mean, you know, from the start of the season to yeah, getting your marquees in. Yeah, can you give us a bit of background into yeah how much work you guys put into putting a squad together? Uh, my me personally, it's I'm just sort of handing over the coin. Really, yeah. it's been great because Travi and Vids do a lot of the work for me there. Yeah, and um, also Keeds has got a fair fair role in it too, and. We've also got our um, scorer, Alan Tonks. So they're all play cricket and know what they're doing and I just sort of sit back and <laughs> sort of ride the wave, so to speak. <laughs> so I'm lucky there. The boys chase all that up for me. So, it's yeah, it's good. Yeah, beauty in yourself, Chef. Well, there's yeah. probably a chain of emails between the owners and, and Dave for me about to throw the towel in because I was just had enough. Yeah. I didn't have the time with work and... Um, the coach that we'd sort of appointed had bailed on us at the last minute and he had about a package of three or four players with him, so they all sort of left as well. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do here? Yeah. So I was fortunate and um, Dill Cutrus, Jed Wright, Adam Ward um, got heavily involved in the recruiting and we've been able to assemble the side, yeah. So 
it was um, it's a frustrating process because trying to get commitment from anyone these days is hard. Yeah, yep. And with the schedules of the cricket these days, you know, if you're talking to Premier League players, it's they've got their own commitments in the you know the Super Slam and the Vic Country and whatever else is going on. And then local leagues, there's what five or six that we're sort of drawing from that have all got different different um, yeah. you know, draws and stuff. So Dave does a fantastic job in trying to pick the right dates for us to, to be able to make sure the availability's there. But, yeah, we got there in the end. It's a frustrating <laughs> process. But, um, yeah, once you sort of get it assembled, it's just smooth sailing and blokes like me and Nath can sit back and have a beer and enjoy <laughs> it, watch the show. That's yeah, right. beautiful. Yeah, it, uh, how have you seen the, I guess, the development or the progression from that first season? I know we've had COVID affect uh, a couple of years of it but to, from where it first started from I guess, where was that that the draft at uh, the top of the Sherbourne I reckon it was that first uh, that was my first taste of it anyway to, to now how far has it come and I guess what do you guess looking to the future where do you see it going oh well I reckon that first draft was awesome yeah like everyone <laughs> got right into it and it was it was really good um yeah and then the second draft we probably spent a lot more time Working on it, if yep. that makes sense. I don't yep. know about Sheppo, but yep. I know we did. Um, and as it turned out, um, the uh, yeah, the second draft went into the third year. Yeah, where we got yep. cancelled. Yeah, and um, we actually had a really good side, and they were all performing. Oh. So I was gutted when we uh, got <laughs> knocked back, but um, that's just the way it goes. But yeah, look, I it's. I reckon it's plateaued, to be brutally honest, um, and no fault of anyone else's. But yeah. COVID might have had a fair bit to do with it, but, um, oh, look, all we have to do is try and get people there to watch it. Yep. It's great, great... Um, yeah, you only have to look at the last, yeah. last, last game that was played to yeah, yeah to say that it, it is riveting cricket and, and pretty exciting too. Um, yeah, have you seen it, Shepard? Uh, it's, it's evolving still, I think, you yeah. know, it, it, Obviously, the initial year was exciting, as Nath said, with the draft. And then, obviously, you would tinker with a few of the bylaws in terms of how many players you retain. And, you know, that second season draft, you put a lot of work into it. But the reality of that is, too, that you're probably picking the eighth, ninth, tenth player because then you're topping up with your marquee. So, um, yeah, then we we decided for the year three just to open slather, pick who you want. So... I think in terms of just trying to keep reinventing the wheel and generate the interest, yeah. we'll get all our heads together at some point in time in the after this season's concluded and and try and come up with something again. You know whether it's the introduction of another team from you know uh, for argument's sake Bendigo or yep. do we broaden it even further? Uh, I know Dave and all the guys behind the scenes are constantly thinking of ways to yeah you know, I keep can, reinventing the wheel. I guess can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess enough uh, on that side of things. We, we better delve into this uh, weekend's game. Absolutely, Zach. yeah. It's going to be a ripper game, obviously. Yeah, you guys are, yeah, two. Yeah, obviously the uh, the the two top teams. You have, have had that that uh, that one game up in Cobram, which you know the pitch was a little bit. Uh, Absolute yeah, flat yeah. Flat <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. But we uh, we uh, won't, right. won't go into that you one too that much. Yeah, I was actually I was away for that one, so I didn't quite uh, quite see it. But from all reports, there was a bit of yeah. Was it a, a dodgy sprinkler or something? Or yeah, yeah well, they had yeah. a bit of bad luck up there, which. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think it's probably justice is served with the crushers being able to get through. You know, to post I think a record score in round one against the reigning premiers, yeah, and then to cop that the second week. You know, 
and then to have a washout the third week, if they had been bombed out by a percentage or something, it would have been... Um, yeah, yeah it quite unfortunate. Yeah. But there'd be no high fives. <laughs> <in the past. laughs> so hopefully it's played out the way it's supposed to. Yeah. yeah, but I guess I'll start with you, Shepo. But obviously, yeah, this is the uh, the third time you guys are going to be yeah facing grand final day. I guess yeah. Um, how you guys sort of uh, feeling about it this time around? Yeah, um, as I said, we're just trying to finalise our team. Um, it's yeah, it's exciting, mate. It's it's nice to hear. Nath mentioned that there's possibly a couple of their key blokes out because obviously they're the danger men. But you know the depth and talent stretches to the first from first player to the fourteenth player on our list. So um, and twenty twenty is a funny game. It, as we said earlier at the last round, it can change in the matter of a ball. So you never take anything for granted in terms of what who's who you're playing on paper. Yeah. Um, you just go out there and try and do your best and hopefully we can reproduce some of the stuff we've been doing for the yeah. first three rounds, yeah. Absolutely, and you know, having having had a, had a taste of grand final day a couple of times, do you feel like that gives you a bit of an edge or do you, do you think T, T20 cricket's obviously anything can happen on the day? Uh, yeah, I think anything can happen on the day, mate, yeah. Like the first grand final against the Mud Dogs, you know, we felt we should have won that one where there was a dead set plum LBW and... Not sure if Dave was on the take as umpire that day, but uh, <laughs> wasn't given. And then, um, yeah, last year though, the dogs were just too good for us. But yeah, it's a day. It's just that, as you see in the on the TVs and that, mate. Twenty twenties can anyone can win. Doesn't matter. You just got to get the right start, and the, the game's got to pan out the right way. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Nathan, yourself, obviously, yeah, it's the first time you guys are yeah tasting grand final day. I guess yeah. How, how are you sort of yeah approaching this one? Oh, no, look, we're really looking forward to it, like we mentioned earlier. But, um, yeah, team is fairly stable, I think, just apart from Brasher not being in there. But he hadn't even played at all, so we've done it without him, to to be brutally honest on that. But, um, oh, look, I'm just looking forward to win, lose or draw. I'm going to enjoy it anyway, as much as we want to win. But, um, yeah, it's just, look, it's really good event and... They're putting on a few little things early on with uh, yeah. um, catches and, and longest hit and stuff like that. So, I guess just on that, I, I forgot to mention that at the top, there will, yeah, as you said, Nath, be a couple of competitions, one being the, the longest hit and the other being the highest catch competition. They're both uh, free entry. So if you uh, around in Shep on, on Sunday, get on down, They uh, those competitions uh, start the highest catches at 11 a.m., uh, the winner takes home a signed uh, Melbourne Renegades um, shirt, or sh- yeah, shirt, I think it says, and $100 cash, and then for the longest hit, that begins at 12 p.m. Free entry, and yeah, $100 cash, and a signed Renegades bat. So if you're around and you want to watch some, yeah, some thrilling and exciting cricket, get on down to Deacon Reserve on yeah. Sunday. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose one thing that we want to get from you boys is who do you think will be the game changer f- for your side? I know... Um, Shepard, you probably got one player in mind. Yeah. Um, probably who, all sick about hearing about him. Yeah, <laughs> but I actually think that the, he's been in some pretty hot form for Kyberum, and that's Kyle Mueller. Is he probably everyone know says Paul Newman, and he's been in fantastic form. His highest run scorer in the comp. But yep. we saw Kyle come out and he hit a couple of sixes in that last game, and he's doing all right at club, yeah, he's, club uh, level. Yeah, he, I think he's gone below fifty in the last month. In nah, the guys. <laughs> He's a raw talent. He's just he can hit the ball, you know, three hundred and sixty degrees. Yep. 
some of the shots he plays, you just sit back and go, how the hell did he do that? For a, yeah. a He's four foot nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's just built his game. He, he's really dedicated to cricket. Yep. Um, probably a bit different to his football, whereas he's just got unbelievable talent at football as well. But yeah. his cricket he takes really seriously. And, um, you know, he's got leadership skills. He can obviously bat. Every time they seem to throw him the ball, which is once every six months, he somehow comes up with a bag of wickets too. He's a dead set cat in the field. Yep. So, you know, he's just one of the people that can turn the game. Um, he's probably been a victim of circumstance this year as well where he just hasn't had the opportunity to show showcase his talents, you know, yeah. obviously because of the aforementioned Paulo. But, um, you know, if it got to that point, I'm sure he could step up. And, you know, it's not only him. We'd like to think we sort of bat right the way down to maybe eight. Yeah. And, you know, we're probably going to go in with about six genuine bowlers this week too. So, um yeah, it's exciting, but I, yeah, the old statesman in Paulo. I think if he gets a start and goes on with it like he has been, then it's nearly game over. Yeah, <laughs> but, and he's done that to so many people over the years. It's it's crazy to think how many stories there is about this bloke. And but the uh, ripe old hedge of forty just keeps producing, and hopefully it's another one of those stories we can talk about. So yeah, and Robert, um for the crashes, Nath, who who do you back in as as the game changer for you guys? I wouldn't mind seeing Henry get amongst the runs. Yep. Um, awesome keeper, like one of the best I've seen, to be honest. But, um, yeah, him and if he can get in amongst the runs, we're in with a good show. But like we said, you you sort of got to get Paulo out early because <laughs> he can certainly take it away from you pretty quickly. Such an unassuming bloke too. Doesn't get excited, just goes out and goes does about his business. business. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, he certainly does. It just creates this... Uh, like aura around, you know, he's humble and he's mm. um, exciting, but he's also got this element of um, arrogance about him too. You know, I've made eighty or ninety, I'm not fielding. Yeah, that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have a, I've noticed a few times uh, after he's batted, he's uh, not, not not bothered to come out in the well, field for the, the second uh, Yeah, the byproduct of it. If you make runs, you don't have to field, mate. But um, you know, but for someone, yeah, I mean, we've always spoken about him, but you know, to have the raw talent that all these sides have got. Um, you know, and the best talent around and, and Premier mm-hmm. League players, everyone's been walking away from these games going, how good is this bloke? Yeah. It's just crazy to think that at that age he's still dominating the cricket. Mm. Um, so, yeah, exciting. Hopefully it gets going for the crowd because everyone loves it. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, the crushes, you guys um, yeah, have a uh, you know, legendary uh, veteran yourself in it, yourselves in, a, in, in Ramuze. I guess, yeah, 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 and yeah. How, how great to having him around. Obviously, yeah, he's been a legend of cricket. Shepherd well, he's been around years. cricket shepherding for a long time and got probably close to thirty premierships under yeah. his belt. So and I mean, he can make it thirty-one on on, on that'd Sunday. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, and, and when you, it's it, that shows how good the talent is when he's coming in at number eight or nine to have a bat. Um, it does show how deep all these clubs do, like right through the four clubs. So. Like we say, it's just great cricket to watch, and if someone gets away like Paulo, which I hope he doesn't um, this this weekend, but it's it is also exciting to watch, and even from an opposition point of view, you just you think you're in awe as as yourself. So yeah, um, but yeah, look, Henry, Andy Popper coming off 140 from last week in Premier League in Melbourne there, so hopefully all this. Um, yeah, this run comes yeah. with them on the on the Sunday, and and like you said before, I hope the the weather's supposed to be warm tomorrow, but I think it drops back down to about 
Yeah, sort, sort of low thirties, I think. So yeah. yeah, should be in for a ripper day, and yeah, the matchup between yeah Rum and, uh, and Paulo should be yeah worth the price. Yeah, I mean it's free to get in, but yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just be worth worth getting down there alone. Um, yeah, well, just um, just in terms of yeah, what just what you guys have to do to win, I guess. Yeah, Shep, I'll start with you. I guess you know, perfect. Well, yeah, what do you what would you guys have to do to get over the line here? Do you reckon? Oh, well, outside of the batting, which you know we've mentioned a fair bit. We've got Cameron Stevenson steaming in, and if you've seen his first couple of balls, or his first over at least last week, you know, he's zipping them down. The, the keeper's about 30 yards behind the, the stumps, and they're flying through. I think uh, Jed Wright took it. I was about to say, ball. I reckon Jed, uh, he blinked and just caught that one, I reckon, yeah, the other week. Yeah, like, I'm like literally 40 yards off this in first slip, and it's still climbing on me. You know, it, it was just a quick yeah. first over. So, you know, he brings a lot of experience you know, at international level with Team USA and also, um, you know, district level, Melbourne Renegades players. So he's probably the one that we haven't spoken about much because, yeah. um, unfortunately, it's not a bowler's game, it's a batsman's game and that's what we love. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, if he if we bowl first and he gets us off to a flyer, um, you know, hopefully it sets itself up with not much of a run chase. But, you know, batting, we've also got, like, Jed Wright sitting... Yeah. Probably four or five re- in reality, mm. um, and someone of his talent. I I don't know what his yearly stats are this year, but I'd say he's made probably four or five hundred runs and taken twenty wide wickets. Five runs away from a century on on Saturday. So yeah, yeah. seen him well. And you know he's, he thinks he's come up with the recipe for success. He hasn't trained all year, and he's coming out and producing these stats. So um, it's funny because I try and keep a keen eye on not only our players and what they've been doing at their local clubs or, or district level. Uh, but the other sides, and yep. as Nate sort of said, everyone's just performing. So yeah. it's it's bringing possibly the most informed people together on Sunday, and and hopefully some fireworks are happening. We'd love yeah. to be able to, if you bat first, make two hundred, and they nearly chase it down, or whatever, or vice versa, and just create a spectacle for the crowd. I guess that's what it's all about. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that beautiful. Uh, did you have anything else, Zach? I think we yeah, just start one more. But yeah, how much would it mean for you guys? Yeah, to to, to, to come away with that with that first championship on Sunday, like eighth start. Yeah, how much would it mean to you? To, yeah, come away with a win. Oh, look, it, it'd be great. Yeah. Like a few people in the uh, at Jarvis Delahay, they're keen on bringing the trophy in into the office there. But um, nah, it'd be just the the uh, beers would be flowing um, pretty well over yeah. the game. Which they'll do anyway, but um, look, I have no doubt Shepo's pretty keen on grabbing it because this is his third time, like three yeah. three times if a charm. Year, I'm not sure I'm going around to get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do agree with Shepo though. Look, if we can get 180, 200 either side, and, and whoever it is chases it down, or and with only a few balls to spare, pretty much like a carbon copy of what that we were talking about before in Kai, um, that'd be the ultimate, I reckon. So, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Awesome, boys. Uh, Aiden, you think we should make it make some predictions? I don't think it's worth asking these boys because I think I know what their answers will be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, do you want to <laughs> take some? Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Nath, but I'm going to have to go with uh, Sheffo's boys, the Hounds. I think they've been, uh, yeah, they've been the, the form side of the competition. They've got so much talent. Yeah, from top to bottom. So yeah, I'm going to take uh, take the hounds and yeah, hopefully a high scoring high scoring game. How about yourself? Uh, just because I want to be different, I'm going with the Crushers, mate. Stick with the Shep based team. Uh, you got, got to look at the experience. Uh, the likes of Ramuse, uh, Vids. I reckon Mitchy Cleland's in for a big game with the ball. Uh, he might knock off Numo. 
That'd be good if he does. <laughs> first, on about 10 or something. <laughs> first, <laughs> first pill, let's go with that yeah. prediction, all right? Uh, Very good. Yeah, man of the match. I'll go with, I'll go with Mitchie. Mitchie with the ball. I'm going to take Kyle Colmule, I reckon. Um, yeah, he's in some pretty, pr- pretty rare forms. So, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with him. I reckon he gets more of a chance this week. With e- that. Easy done. All righty. We'll, we'll leave it there. But, yeah, thanks heaps. Brenton and, and Nath for jumping in and, and having a chat to us. Hopefully it wasn't... Uh, too much of a bore for you. Uh, no, no, good. Yeah, coming in on working during the day. So, um, yeah, I guess good luck for this weekend for the two of you. I, I hope it's a, a ripping game of, of cricket. And for all those tuning in, make sure you get on down there to Deakin Reserve on Sunday. Uh, all the action starts at uh, 2 p.m. with the Jarvis Daily Crushers taking on the Hurley's Hotel Hounds. Uh, all right, I guess we'll leave it there. Beautiful. Can't wait for Sunday. Cheers, boys. Thanks, fellas. Good on you. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about, hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media.